Uh, and Shelly, I'd love to know about all, we've talked about all these things that are going mm -hmm. on, all these issues, and now you know you have whether it's vote tests or whether it's healing or any movements that you're uh, working on right now mm -hmm. that are coming up. Mm -hmm. um, what's the work that's being done right now? Mm -hmm. And then afterwards, I'd love to chat about uh, what we're gonna do after the election, regardless oh. of what happens. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, I think for me, the backstory is. I graduated from college and I worked for various nonprofits and I also freelance. So half time I was working for nonprofits, half time I was doing creative work like as an artist. So I worked for a prison education project and I taught art in prisons. I worked for an after school program that worked with mostly black and Latino youth. I worked for um, a program called Scripps College Academy that was like a higher education program to get um, first generation um, young women uh, into college. And so I did all these different things and eventually I got into some activism and organizing and when I did that I was new and we were figuring it out and I was working with other fellow college students that were fresh out and we did really well and then we also were super burnt out. So I was like, okay, I'm working, I'm freelancing, I'm trying to be, do this activism work. I did a great job and then I think I didn't, I'm just going to take a break. It was so much and so I focused more on my spiritual journey and I um, was doing like more creative events and um, you know, studying and learn, eventually got trained in Reiki and all those things. But this year, when everything expanded, I was just like, okay, like, it's time to come back to activism. But in my spirit that week when I wasn't sleeping, like, we were all, weren't all sleeping, um, and it was even, like, it was probably unhealthy, but it was also, like, this strange, like, obsessive, like, you're watching the whole world, like, transform. It was so, like, yeah. like this is just so intense. Am I in a movie? It was in, like, helicopters and outside yep. and fireworks and all these things and literally the National Guard going down the street. All what that stuff. What a moment. It was so, it was so trippy. In all that moment, I realized, I was like, you know what? I had this peace in my spirit. It was like, you know what I need to be for people? Is I want to be for people as a space of peace. I want to create hope amidst all this trauma that's going to be happening. Mm -hmm. And I, I had a vision and I ended up gathering with folks and we decided to do this healing protest. We did it in Venice. It was amazing. We had everyone come in white. We had upwards of a thousand people attend. We did a meditation. We had performances. We had inspiring speakers. We did a big offering at the ocean. I believe this was June 21st, 2020. Wow. And it was a powerful experience. Yeah. And from that, We've been working to plan more protests like that, and we've done smaller groups, smaller healing circles. But all that to say that, you know, I think there's so many ways that we can support a movement. Black Lives Matter and what they're doing with their like weekly protests about Jackie Lacey or, you know, being at the budget meetings is so important. Like uh, there's a group called Walk Good LA that does every Sunday they do yoga in the park. There's um, there is We the Movement. They yep. provide kind of internal security for a lot of the protests. They have the cars and the and the uh, bikes to make sure protesters are safe and things like that. So there are so many different ways. And I think my personal desired contribution is to create protests that are based in wellness because we need to take up space. We don't need a permit because we're not asking permission from the police department. Um, these are our streets. These are our spaces. So it's a form of reclaiming space that we pay taxes for um, and, and saying how we want our community to look and not only providing hope for people and something that feels rejuvenating, but also um, providing wellness resources and and still talking about the cause so that's what I'm involved in there's a couple other there's so many other things it's been amazing all of my friends have basically all started nonprofits this year like we have all right. started groups there's a push movement that put on vote test um, Alyssa with conversation truck is a badass yes. she's so amazing conversation truck is a 
a truck that goes and amplifies voices by bringing this truck with all their sound equipment to different protests. We spoke at one of their events earlier mm -hmm. this year. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's also on same side, which is like our our tech and and um, web of all our protests. It's like you can go on same side and make an RSVP link for any. Um, event that you're putting on and Nicole runs that she's amazing you can text message your guests you can all oh, this I is for that. free for folks who, same side yeah same side same side is great so I've used same side for several of my protests so people can RCP and we can communicate with yeah. them and you can raise money through same side as well so there's so many different groups that have been birthed and um, yeah I feel like that's that's where I'm at that's what I know about I know there's so much more um, but my, my focus really is um, continuing to provide wellness and hope to people in a time where every week it's going to be a, a different thing like which supreme justice got confirmed court justice got confirmed or which which you know tragedy happened in this city in this state um you know or even if it's celebratory you know i'm, I'm firming it's going to be celebratory mm -hmm. a little bit next week like whatever it is we can gather and um do our best to provide like hope in in that way yeah oh goodness no i love that and and that i mean that's so much of the work that's so many different avenues of mm -hmm. work that needs to be done. And I love, like you said, there's been so many organizations that have popped up and people that are coming mm -hmm. together to help fill all these different needs and to mm -hmm. help figure out like, okay, how can we collaborate on achieving? Cause these are all big changes. These are all very yeah. big things. And that's, yeah. that's something that I've told people both in terms of ally conversations and even mm -hmm. for ourselves is like a lot of times it's really, you can get caught up feeling like I, what I'm doing doesn't feel like I'm doing enough. Mm -hmm. And it's just mm -hmm. like, because like you're never not. ending. That, that's that's, that's why I told him, like, because you're not. You, but you yeah. can't. It's impossible because this is stuff that is built up over centuries. Yeah. Instituted by hundreds of millions of people that have either directly or indirectly helped cement these things in place. Mm -hmm. We're trying to shift them now. Now, yeah. break some of them, shift others. If you're not in conversation or in action, at least daily and or weekly, you're probably not doing enough. Yeah. Terms, not, whether it's in your personal life or vocally like I feel like we're at that point now it's it's like everyone in some way shape or form it's like honestly just pick a cause y'all there are so many causes pick one and and be vocal in some way because you know we desperately need folks to 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 in mass rise up and and counteract a government that doesn't really often reflect what people really need or want you know and, and how are we going to do that we have to everyone as many people as possible we need to be talking about it and pushing for it so. and, and in some and that's yeah. something i tell a lot of people too it's just like hey it's because we can't do enough it's just it's much more important that you're doing something so mm -hmm. wherever you're at it's like if you're not in the streets and like what are you doing at home what are you doing in the mm -hmm. workspace what are you doing mm -hmm. in this space and not and i think that uh understand that there that no matter what there's going to be some sort of repercussion and so like an example I always would point to because I had a lot of influencer friends that were asking like, mm -hmm. hey, how do we, how do I be a part of this movement like mm -hmm. respectfully and in the right spot and not, and not, you know, not get backlash. I was like, well, first of all, you're going to get backlash. So it doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. Well, that's a really <laughs> important point. It's uncomfortable. You know, it's really uncomfortable experiencing oppression. You know, it's really uncomfortable experiencing racism, losing a loved one, experiencing stuff like that's already uncomfortable. So yes. once you get in, get in there, yeah, it's not going to be pretty all the time. Yeah. It, it's not like. Yeah, that's like step number one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I tell people, I say yeah. like, you know, an example I look at is, is The Rock Dwayne Johnson. Because mm -hmm. for a long time, um, and it has changed actually recently, but for most of his career, mm -hmm. even as he's grown into, you know, one of the most followed people in the world, he actually, on like his Instagram, on his news and his interviews and stuff, he wouldn't talk about a lot of issues. Like he wouldn't really mm -hmm. put a stance. But his production company mm -hmm. and his money was funding 
actual organizations mm-hmm. to help, like whether it's helping mm-hmm. people get felonies off the mm-hmm. records or helping people mm-hmm. with other like avoid recidivism and, and mm-hmm. all these other things that mm-hmm. were happening to fight for justice and change. And I was like, for me, I'm fine with like doing something. I'm saying like if you're doing something, like of course I'd rather have you do everything and yeah. do it and talk about it. Mm-hmm. But at the very least. By not talking about it, you now open yourself up to somebody saying like, "Hey, you're not, you're not about it," yeah. and you just accept, and that's your choice to accept oh, that. Gonna... It's like, all right, I'm gonna accept that, and I'm gonna do this work or whatever. And I like that he did that because he. I point to that example for people. I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, if you don't want to post about, it, if you want to do it, then make sure you're doing something behind the scenes, and you have to take the criticism from people who don't know that you're do- not doing that. Yeah. Because since you're not talking about it, they're that's not going to know. And you have to take that criticism and that's the cost that you choose for mm-hmm. not doing it, which is totally fine. Mm-hmm. And don't let it deter you because yeah. he never let it stop him. He kept mm-hmm. doing it behind the scenes. He's like, you know what, people are going to say what they're going to say, but I'm still putting my money here behind this and doing this. Mm-hmm. And now, obvi- like, I don't know if you've seen or not, he has actually started now to use yeah. his platform too, which I think is great. Yeah. And like I said, I'd rather people do both, but at the very least... Yeah. And you don't have to do something. Everyone doesn't have to completely transform their brands. I mean, it wouldn't yeah. hurt if a few people did, but you know, like I feel like <laughs> we, it doesn't hurt for us every now and then to mention and stand up for something. And again, like being a voice for the voiceless, being a voice for folks. Like there is going to be folks in like communities who can't reach. I, I can't reach those folks, but yes. you can. Yes. And a lot of times for our white allies and our white folks, it's like we look at the demographics in our country, your family members, your cousins, like your your colleagues from college, your colleagues in the workplace are folks who really do need to be exposed to these things. I would probably never be exposed to that community. And the only way that we can actually shift maybe some ideas or get people more engaged or, or help solve these problems is speaking about it. And and um, another thing I want to say, too, is kind of hard because what... What is really difficult for me as an African-American woman who like wants to do this work and also wants to, I have friends from different cultural communities and I, you know, it's, it's hard sometimes because people ask, oh, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And I'm happy at times to be that. <laughs> and at the same time, it's for folks realizing that, you know, it can be exhausting that all our black friends are all getting called on or all our POC friends or even your queer friends. It's like, oh, what do I do to help queer people? You know, it's not anyone's obligation to educate anyone else. If I have the energy and the time, and that's the work I've chosen to do, I'm like, all right, that's what I've taken on. And yes. the biggest thing is outside of it, it's going to be uncomfortable because this is an uncomfortable issue, is to taking the initiative. One thing that's really helpful to me is when people don't come to me and ask me what I need, but they just come and donate or they just come and show up and volunteer or they like part of it is like maybe you might not know the direction, but OK, if I mention a book, go read the book or actually there's so much information now. So sometimes people are like, people are like so I'm not much. sure what to do. I'm like, y'all. I mean, it's the easiest thing. Like Instagram is just entertainment. Like you can just pull up on Instagram. There's so many resources now and, and begin to start your journey so that the next time you do talk to your friend, you actually have a bit more context that actually, you know, helps the people of color and other people in your life a little bit more comfortable and a little bit more at ease because then I don't have to over explain myself. Like I had a couple of really great conversations with Louie in the last couple of weeks and I was like, yeah, oh, like I don't have to explain myself because I have an ally here who's done some of the work to figure some of this out and they knew the right questions to ask and they're willing to do the things that are needed to be done and I don't have to like explain anything. Not that it's <laughs> my job to, yes. right? But and, and I'm willing to at times, but ultimately one of the biggest things people can do is take the initiative and figure it out. Yeah. And and because there are actually a lot of resources there and you know, it's 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 hard because people are so used to things being fed to them. People are so used to black people and people of color doing things, they don't even realize that they're creating more labor for them because we're they're so just used to it being done by by black folks to figure yeah. it out or lead these movements and so it's time for people to 
kind of find their own ways. It's good every now and then to tap into the proper resource to, to get a black perspective because you don't want to be planning a protest and you haven't talked to any people of color. Like I've definitely seen a couple Black Lives Matter protests that went off where it was like white folks playing the whole protest and they didn't reach out to anyone and yeah. it was like, you guys, like you can't, I, I wouldn't go and plan like an immigration rights march and not talk to anyone from an indigenous community or something or Latino yeah. community be like, or Latinx community. So. I think it's, um, yeah, taking the initiative and doing the homework too is really, really important. And those two, those, those points that you were talking about as far as like, I love having Ally speak because for sure uh, a conversation I've had is like, the reality is I can sit and stand in front of people that you know mm -hmm. and speak the same language as them mm -hmm. and them not hear anything that I say. Mm -hmm. And so, but they'll hear it if you say it. And so oh it's gosh, like, it's if you so can say it, real. then that, that's, such <laughs> that's a what I'm talking And I love, um, yeah. just, and I always try to remind people of that too. Mm -hmm. Like, Hey, like I've chosen this role, like you've chosen this role. Mm -hmm. And when we have the energy, we're that bridge, mm -hmm. but in the resource and, mm -hmm. uh, to, or at least to point you to other resources. Mm -hmm. And then if you do those resources, then come to us and then we'd be that yeah. next step of the like, resource. Every, you might have friends who you'll be able to realize are down to com converse about this, especially if they offer. Yeah. And then there's times where it's like, maybe there's another workshop I can go pay for and yes. take and invest or I can buy a yes. book or like there's other folks so that I don't always have to put like, if I only got two black friends, like I don't always want to be putting that work on my two per person of color friends to always tell me stuff because it's like, you know, maybe there's other places I can go and get those resources and, and figure some of those things out. And the other thing I'm, I love that you said about, they might not, I might be saying the same thing, but they might not hear it because it's coming from me. Like there's also that, like the intersections and the layers yeah. of, of privilege and challenges. Like I always like to acknowledge I'm a fair skinned woman. I came from a certain socioeconomic background. I appear as cis, um, cis woman, you know, I appear as heterosexual to people at times. So there are a lot of privileges that I have as a person that like, that are, I can reach certain people. And then there's other times where I'm not a male. And even there's been a lot of conversation yep. about patriarchy and sexism within the Black Lives Matter movement, within different organizations where it's like, dang, like I see women doing this work and then men not giving them credit or men mistreating them or not really listening to them. Like I've actually had a few times this year, where I was like, dang, like I tried and tried. And I was like, what's going on? I was like, oh wow, they literally aren't listening to me. And then when another male person said it, they got it. So that's a problem. But at the same time, that's when men can use their privilege. It's like, yeah. hey guy, like you need to make sure you listen to her. Hey, didn't you know? I'm gonna remind you because you're only understanding it from my perspective. So it's kind of understanding the layers. Whether there's privileges that we all have, and there's aspects of privilege that we don't have. Like yeah. I understand that there's areas I don't have privilege, and there's areas I do have privilege, and doing my best. As to, we all do. Yeah, as we all. It's not a. Do. It's not a negative. It's just a reality. It's yeah, like, especially hey. living in the United States of America, because we haven't. You know, we talk about it here and there, but there's an international conversation, like ending SARS in Nigeria or what's happening in Syria or what's been happening in Palestine for decades. Or, you know, there's a lot of other yeah. folks across the world who, as we work on getting it together, we also have to be um, advocates for those other countries and those other issues as well, because it's all tied. And what's awesome, and it's so like emotionally kind of inspiring, but also incredible is Black Lives Matter has created a global revolution. Like the most yeah. protesting that's ever happened in the world at one time in all these countries. And we've inspired you know, other movements to rise up and start to fight oppression and start to fight uh, systems of oppression yeah. um, around the world. And so understanding that when we do our work here and we figure it out here and we're doing the best that we can, we're actually helping people across the world because America is such a leader in culture and in media. And so it's really important for us to, yeah, do the best that we can because we create we create, we open that door for people in other places. And that's why I want, I really, especially 
growing up, I mean, I grew up, uh, my mom was, you know, children were immigrants mm. and, and uh, we have, you know, a lot of people and in the military. Mom Mexican, my mom right? Mexican, yeah, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. And grew up very patriotic. And mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. that is right now the conversation I've been trying to have with like other patriotic people because mm-hmm. patriotism has turned into this exceptionalism that's only good for America. Mm-hmm. And so people are just like, well, you know, you either love it or leave it or love it or hate it. And it's just like, no, no, no. Like, like because we're so exceptional, because we have all of this, this, this culture and this diversity within our country and all these things that we do so well, we have that much more of an obligation to improve right. and to oh find these and to be that example of like, Hey, we see issues and we make them better. Mm-hmm. And that's the, that's a value is to yeah. see the foundation. Cause if you have a house and you have weak points in the foundation, mm-hmm. you don't not talk about them mm-hmm. because then the house will crumble. So we talk about them mm-hmm. and that is like James Baldwin talked about like mm-hmm. that is because I love my country. I want to talk about this mm-hmm. because I love America. I want to talk mm-hmm. about this. So, and we can be that example to inspire all these mm-hmm. movements, like you've said. So as far That's as moving okay. forward as America now, what, seven days from the election, right? Today's oh, Tuesday. Oh my goodness. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Like so, seven days from right now, we will be knowing hopefully what's going on. Apparently, no. Apparently everyone's saying it will be at least like a few days. Oh, man, that's gonna be, I hope not. I, I, but, it's just going to be like... Um, being in labor or just like yes. oh my gosh it's gonna be like so many things just waiting waiting to find out because so many mail-in ballots but um i love what you're saying about patriotism and it also reminded me too in the spiritual community as well like if we really are calling ourselves spiritual beings look at marianne williamson as a perfect example she has this amazing career as this author and and in a way minister and just has written so many texts on spirituality and, and running for president she ran for congress like she was like hey like she wanted to start a, comp- a department of peace and compassion and and she was saying like how can i not tap into this course of miracles how can i not tap into spirituality and not be talking about improving the lives of others and um even some of the things i had said today that i um in terms of my articulations, like there's a video by it's McCat Brooks. He's an actor. Mm, yep. Yeah. Um, I'm always saying his name right. Friends, friends. A, yeah, he's really so cool. when he's got a great voice too. It's like listen to his videos. Great so voice, nice. great everything. You know I mean, mean, come on, let's give it. Nice to, to give nice it to, to him. Listen to him. But he has a great video about spiritual bypassing and whether it's patriotism or spiritual bypassing. It's like if you really are about oneness, if you're really about loving your country, other people other than people that look like you made this country. Other oneness is like if you are feeling something, you have something. And someone else doesn't wouldn't you share it you know what i mean wouldn't you actually listen to them and hear their perspective as well and so it's like shifting that perspective where people are actually they're thinking they're loving something but they're holding so tightly to something that they're actually not being loving and i think about growing up in southern california as an american and and having love for america and how it's changed over the years but there's a part of me that's like i wish i could be patriotic i wish i could like be a little bit more proud of the country I'm from because it made me it. It yeah. gave my mother opportunity. My mother's a Jamaican immigrant. My grandmother's a Jamaican immigrant. Like there's things that are great. And at the same time, we get to do work to actually make this a country that we are really truly proud that everyone can be proud to live in. Definitely. And, and so on that note, as we move into the election, what do you feel is mm. the, uh, are the steps of regardless of who wins? Like, like I think that, I think that voting should be seen as like, you know, just another one of those first steps. It's like, okay, now we vote. Now what? Now, because this, we're fortunate enough to live in, live in a democracy. Yeah. So that means, I think what, what we've woken up to this year is like, oh, we have to do stuff all the time 
Like we can't just vote and we can't just there's, there's all these meetings. But we have to let them know. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, we have to let them know constantly. Mm -hmm. Because there are forces that's why I tell people with the whole thing with Jackie Lacey, the for uh, Los Angeles County District Attorney, mm -hmm. um, everybody needs to vote for Doris Gascon because he's her opponent. You he's the antithesis. Yet. Go ahead. Go yes. Ahead. And <laughs> but he, uh, one thing that I remember is learning about like the the police union, the lo the way that they lobby. It's like they have meetings with her office every mm -hmm. week. So it's just like yeah. we have the numbers. So now it's a matter of how do we get everyone mobilized so that way. Like, and it doesn't mean that I need every single person mm -hmm. to. Do it but can we create a schedule can we create yeah. and, and their organizations are already in place so now uh that's just an example of participation so for right. you when you look at participation win the elections whoever wins we now need to participate hopefully we come to our senses on <laughs> and, 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 and change direction um <laughs> but i guess i whichever way you'd like to talk about it if you want to talk about assuming or not assuming a winner yeah i'd love to hear I mean, your thoughts yes first of all biggest question I was um, I feel like um, that's such good points you made and I think I it's interesting because I think about the NRA a lot you think about how much Very power much. the NRA has and why they have so much power these these police forces these NRA these lobbying groups they have money and unfortunately we do live in a capitalistic system we do live in a system that if you have this much money and resources it's a bit easier for you to hire the person that can work and be on the email list to yes. let everyone know to do whatever luckily because of this massive movement that's why protest works that's why you start to spread the word because unfortunately the burden is on the other 99 percent of people to like work the 40 hour week and like raise the kids and figure out how to feed them even though like they're not really like giving us breaks on rent and all this other stuff we're trying to do as working everyday people and then still also fight for our liberation but luckily because the movement has grown so much there is a lot more support like okay maybe they have the money numbers but we have the people numbers and the people numbers yes. are way more powerful That's exactly way more powerful and if we can support the existing organizations that are already out there every wednesday or at every meeting find that organization join an organization and then we can also be as strong or as loud if not louder than the nra or any of these other organizations one of my favorite um in inspiring coaches is Preston Smiles and yeah. he has a book called Love Louder like I wrote a poem recently too it inspired me and it was like we have to love louder than other people hate we have to love regardless of what happens yeah and especially if Trump wins we have to love louder than people hate if Biden wins we still have to love louder than other people hate and I think it's just understanding like I said earlier I'm really really passionate what I think I've been thinking about a lot and that what we can all contribute is shifting culture you know if we all collectively get together and we have millions of followers like for instance there's a um there's a, a native american tribe in long beach that's working to fight for a sacred burial site called pavunga and our pavunga it's a hard one to say and on cal state long beach's campus but cal state long beach wants to like like pave over like this one little space that they have i mean it's so it's, it's so ridiculous and you all can uh go to protect pavunga pavunga maybe we'll i'll give you yeah we'll, so we can we'll, put it in yeah the, we'll um, figure out how to do but uh that. or on my page if you go to my page archley bruce i have a post about this native american burial site that they have already protected in trees already have protected by laws and this or this cal state that has native american studies courses wants to pave over a sacred burial site that's already been protected it's like why you know but the only way that we can actually shift that is if a million people saw that how much easier would it be for them to say hey your inbox is flooded with a million people yeah, people course. outside your office it's not like you're gonna just get by and sweep this under the rug anymore um and so i think shifting yes. culture using our voices and in mass using our culture in mass where we, we we post about all things we post about one of every seven posts 
one of every 10 posts can be something that is social justice related, can shift the daily lives that we live so that people are more politically engaged, so that there are people at the budget meeting, so that there are support for after school programming and, and all the things that are, for me, one of the biggest things to close to I like to say is, we don't need to remake the wheel. We don't need to figure out and solve any major, how are we gonna do this? The answers are already there. There are people who are busting their butt like with the after school program. There are people who are busting their butt trying to keep a farmer's market going. There are people who are t have been tirelessly working for Black Lives Matter and other adjacent movements to get us to this place. The only way that we can actually live in the world that we wanna live in is support the existing solution. So don't worry that like, I don't know what to do. If you do a Google search, I'm sure you will actually find a lot of solutions that are cleaning the oceans and all these things. Let's just take our resources and fuel so that that doesn't become like only 10% support for the org, but we now have 100% support for that org and they can yes. reach all the people that they need to reach. So that's what I think. We need to shift that's culture. That's it. Yes, shift mm -hmm. culture to action mm -hmm. and to collective action. And I think like you said, the 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 it's funny because you actually said like you know the unfortunate part is we're the 99 percent doing all these other things mm -hmm. but at the same time like or and that 99 percent is mm -hmm. such a bigger number so all of a yes. sudden even though we can't make it our full-time yeah. job we can allocate five minutes here and ten minutes here mm -hmm. once a month yeah because those numbers will multiply yeah. so strongly and so i love to shouldn't see that our country reflect the majority or, or of what people want and or democracy. what has oh. been studied and researched and 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 also just to add what I what I'm trying to personally do is, is formalize the organization healing I'm part of and a lot of my other yes. orgs I work with we're working on formalizing into 501c3s and to have staffing and to have a budget so that I can put on a monthly protest so that we can put on frequent healing circles and events for the community and for me it's socially distance and or virtual you know but for me it's about creating um, in mass me messaging that is is positive and also some of the ways we're going to start doing that is hopefully have a fundraiser here at the venice beach house yes. or to have more podcasts like this just having conversations and and doing our best as a community to fundraise to shift culture to talk about this so that we can fund you know organizations like mine or other people who've been doing this work too so that for me that's what i'm up to is formalizing the organization that i helped create and this this vision that i helped create and for me, my, my specific lane is the gifts I have. It's like, get, find your lane. You know what I mean? Yep. My gifts is like healing and wellness and art. So I'm pouring that into this and everyone else has gifts. Maybe you're, I have a friend who's an engineer, excuse me, a computer engineer. And so he is, he was building like how to have like a self-sustained like internet system. And he was also like saving a lot of like the documentation of data from a lot of these footage like police brutality footage and other footage just in case people try to delete it yeah he has it stored i'm like that's genius like you know what i mean like people have so many gifts and talents and we can all contribute in some way yeah and contribute and that's the message for sure that's so important is mm -hmm. you have all these you have people like shelly that are doing so much work and these organizations and contribute in some way that contribute attention contribute funding contribute time volunteering share this video share video share connect brands share shelly hire shelly get beautiful art portal doors and poems and things. all the things <laughs> everything check her out she's doing amazing things um yeah i really appreciate you taking the time and being yes, here and absolutely absolutely looking forward to to working with you on some of these 
things to, yes. to build this better world. Yes, but I think thank we can. Thank you so much. I'm yeah, I'm Artist Like Bruce. I'm so grateful to be here. Please tap in with me. I have poetry, painting, community organizing, and I'm also so honored to be featured on your platform <laughs> that you're birthing and you sharing your amazing voice and your amazing perspective and all the connections that you have. So just uh, you know, we, we are using our gifts to show up and so I'm very grateful to have shared conversation with you today. So make sure you guys support Kylan as well. <laughs> thank and, you. And what he's doing too. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Yes. Goodbye, everyone. See y'all. <laughs>